told you once, I've told you a thousand times. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it is told. We now join the podcast already in progress. Yeah, so now we have, uh, we go into part two, and part two yep. starts off with a kind of a bookend of, uh, of the cast from part one as mm-hmm. they go to seek out the seek survivor. Corbin. Yeah, this uh, played by. Uh, played by, oh my gosh, sorry. Uh, like, I want to say every time I know it's not Alison Brie. Because that's her co-star in Community, but it is. Give me one second. I'm gonna bring up the IMDb because I'm gonna have a moment. Because my moment every time I see her, I'm like Allison Brie, and I'm like, no, that's not her. <laughs> uh, come on, you. Um. Did we show your misery? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, almost. <laughs> yeah, Julian Jacobs. Jillian Jacobs, thank you, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> Who is fantastic. I love her. She's great. She's funny. Um, she's sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Um, she tends to play the, the, the sarcastic one. Yeah. That's her kind of role. Yeah, she did. And, and when she played uh, Britta um, in the, the anarchist. She was, she was more, yeah, she was more, you watch that first season, she definitely changed um, throughout community. She was more of the an- anarchist and the, uh, the rabble rouser and, 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 and uh, screw the man. Uh, but um, she slowly this, became not, she sort no. of became the more gullible one. And then Annie yeah. did the reversal where Annie was the more gullible one. Yeah, and yeah. In the beginning, and then she became the much more aware uh, character. It was just like a weird flip. Like they were like, "Okay, let's take the person that thinks they know everything, and then like show how she actually doesn't know everything and do a natural progression." But yeah. you know, I I just like um I, I like her in this one because at, at first I was like, "No, it can't be." I was like, no, it is. Jillian Jacobs. Awesome. It, it didn't even dawn on me until I swear, like, almost all the way through the end of the, the movie, that was her. Yeah. It's, it's like, I know her. But it was such a, uh, it, it was a very different role for her. It, she mm-hmm. was much more serious. Um, she, she had a couple of uh, uh, quips in there, sarcastic quips in there, but nothing like mm-hmm. I've seen her before. Um, not mm-hmm. in community and uh, the other show that she was in. Uh, what was it called Love or, or something? Um, uh, uh, yeah, it was called. Uh, it wasn't called Love. It was called. Um, what was it called? Oh my gosh! Click on Jillian Jacobs for IMDb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that the one that she did. Uh, yeah, the comedy where she, like, she was kind of she was kind of odd in that one too. Um, it was definitely a, a relationship destroyer. Yeah, it was called love. It was called love. Yeah, just straight up yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So very different character from that. So I don't know. It just I I just 
I'm just dumb or I just didn't click on me. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, she uh, she was the uh, lone survivor, and then she the the new kids with their possessed friend are saying, you know, we you we we thought we broke the curse, and she said, no, you can't break the curse. Yeah, no, and, that's why I've been hiding all this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's in a very regimented routine, and um, mm -hmm. she's scared. She's scared for her life. She doesn't. She doesn't want to to get involved. Um, mm -hmm. But um, she tells the story of what happened to them in 1978 at Camp yep. Night Nightwing. Mm -hmm. And we get the tale of two sisters. Yep. Two very different sisters. Yeah. And um, I thought for sure that she was the Cindy, that she was the Emily Rudd character. Yeah, exactly. Where she's C. Berman. Yeah, because yeah. that's Cindy C. Berman. Yeah. It's interesting because they go, like, yeah, she shows a picture and she goes, yeah, this is, uh, like, this is 1978, uh, July something, 1978. A week later, my sister was dead. And you go, okay, she's the good girl. She's yep. the girl that, you know, is the final girl in any, in uh, any uh, 1970s slasher flick. Right. 1980s slasher flick where, you know, the good girl, the one that abstains from drugs, sex, and rock and roll is the one that makes it to the end. Yep. <laughs> yep. And her sister, Ziggy, uh, played by Sadie Sink from uh, Stranger Things, mm -hmm. uh, she is the definite outcast of, uh, of, of the camp. Mm hmm. And she's, I mean, her first scene is she's being chased by the, uh, the popular girls. Yep. Yeah. Just to put a stamp but, on it. Yeah. Let's just say it. They're the, they're the, the popular rich bitches of the story. Like, you know, the mean girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so we, so we start, so we're thrown into the past. Mm -hmm. Start to learn a whole new set of characters, mm -hmm. um, and we're now. But we're now, we're now going in with the knowledge of the first movie. The first movie. So there's going to be the a curse. killer. Yeah, there's a, there's a curse. There's going to be the killer. Now it's figuring out oh who's going to become the killer. Mm -hmm. And so there's a whole set of mystery. Uh, we get another link to another one of the killers. We get the mm -hmm. uh, the, the camp nurse, mm -hmm. who is the mother of, of Ruby um, Lane. Of Ruby Lane, yep. And she's on to something. She she has um, a notebook. A notebook full, yeah, a notebook full of uh, knowledge of the area and uh, uh, Sarah Fear. And the curse, and yeah, what was going on, and a lo possible location of something. Yeah. Uh, of and even she says, like, like when uh, Ziggy goes to see um, the nurse, Nurse Mary Lane, played by Jordana Spiro, who um, I don't know if you know her, but she was on. Like my first knowledge of her was in a, a TBS series called My Boys. Okay, but she's a comedic actress. 
She's also dabbled in some drama. She's been on Law and Order, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, she, yeah, she plays Nurse Mary Lane, Ruby Lane's mom. And she even says to Ziggy, because Ziggy finds the book, um, oh, what would make someone, like, what would make someone do something like that? Like, she was so nice, and, and she was a good girl before that. Like, what would make someone who's been so good up to a certain point just flip so quickly? You know, and you can see that she's obviously been, you know, through the ringer, being right. the mother of a mass murderer. I think yeah. that's the thing that I enjoyed about this was that they also explored the the trauma that uh, a parent would experience. Um, they didn't just sweep it under the rug and go, well, like, you know, this is someone who's clearly distraught, but didn't think that could happen. The worst thing that could possibly happen to your child has happened, you know? And yeah. You, you can't take it back. <laughs> you can't take back the sins of your child. Right. Yeah. How often do you see that? You never see that. No, exactly. You know? Like, um, there's very few movies that really uh, do that. Like, I, I don't know if you've uh, seen We Need to Talk About Kevin. Which, no, I haven't. If you haven't, I highly suggest it. It's uh, um, Tilda Swinton's in it. She plays the mother of a mass murderer. Um, and like the 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 stuff she has to go through, um, and the people you know, it's still living in the same town as as the victim's parents and everything else. Like having to go through that, and uh, you know, um, probably one of the better explorations into that. Um, but. Um, yeah, like I, I, yeah, it's very rare that we see that. Like, I mean, even I, like when you think about things that have happened in in real life, like with uh, Columbine and and Sandy Hook, you rarely see the side of the parents of those of the mass murderers. You know, they they sort of like the media doesn't go speak to them. They don't, you know. There, there's not a lot of them. There's not a lot uh, spoken about the parents after the fact. It's either they're the, the blame, or, or you know, you have to pay for the sins of your child. Basically, even though it's not your fault, you know, your your right. kid has committed this, committed some heinous acts, but it's not your fault. It's not a reflection of you, as a parent. Hopefully, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. like how many times, especially when they they started the profiling um, mm -hmm. of of these serial killers, um, mm -hmm. which didn't you know that didn't really begin in all that long ago. It wasn't until no. like the seventies, really. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy that, was like yeah, one of the first that the FBI started looking at that. Mm -hmm. um, so. So yeah, back so this uh this took place in 1978. So it a lot mm -hmm. it it wouldn't have uh, really uh, come out, um, mm -hmm. of that exploration yeah. of the parents uh of the 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 upbringing of the, of the child. Yeah, and I mean again, um, I I love Jordana Sparrow and the she she plays 
uh, she plays this role so well because um, she's she's doing her own research. She's trying to figure things out. She doesn't believe, like, I mean, any parent uh, doesn't want to believe that their child is capable of killing people. Uh, certainly Ted Bundy's mom didn't think that she he would kill women. Um, but, you know, and she's doing her own research. She's clearly wounded. She she doesn't want it to happen again. Um, you know, so she's she's looking for the signs, basically. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh uh, you know, we'll 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 figure out we'll figure out what's happening soon because they really they really uh dropped the bomb on us at the end towards like the climax of this uh this the second movie. Yeah. Too. So we get um we get a very very uh obvious throwback to the slasher films of the eighties now. Mm-hmm. Um, late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. He- heavily, heavily Friday thirteenth um influence. Influence, yeah. Um uh as uh as the as the nurse had seen uh so what was happening was every per- every person cursed was having their name written down in mm-hmm. in this in this cabin everyone mm-hmm. and you think it's the witch's cabin yeah you point. think it's the witch's cabin because yeah. they that's the the altar and the marking on the ground yeah and it's you know these all these caverns are underneath the camp yeah as it stands and yeah. parts of the town so um that that part i enjoyed because i was like oh that's so creepy yeah <laughs> yeah uh, super creepy <sighs> um so uh, you you think uh she goes insane and she attacks um uh cindy's boyfriend tommy tommy slater yeah yeah and uh and you're like whoa what 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 the and she's apologetic when she does it yeah she's like i'm sorry you're either gonna die today or like you're gonna die right now or you're gonna die yeah before the night is over so you're you're throwing out what the hell happened here yeah and... why is she why has she what what's going on with uh, nurse mary lane and they just chalk it up to like oh well her daughter snaps so clearly she's crazy yeah you know <laughs> um, but uh, unfortunately for Tommy um, and uh, their, their their friends, so uh, they're they're inspired to go hunting down this the witch's house uh, by mm-hmm. by a couple of uh, uh, teens who have broken every rule in uh, uh, slasher films, and are you know they're probably destined to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary, um, Gary and Alice. Gary and Alice, <laughs> who I I really enjoyed as well, especially Alice. Yeah, Ryan um, Simpkins is great. She's she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like every rule, they were they were having sex right in the open. They were smoking the weed. They were they, listening to the rock and roll. Bring anything <laughs> they can get their hands on, pill wise. Um, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ryan and Emily used to be closer friends. 
Uh, sorry, Ryan and Cindy used to be closer. Alice and Alice Cindy. Cindy. Let's get that character's <laughs> name straight. Alice and Cindy were closer friends than they were because Alice is always ribbon on Cindy for being too... Uh, a narc. Uh, yeah, a narc, uptight, you know. You used to have fun, don't you remember? Like, you used yeah. to party with us, you used to have fun. What happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, we're... Where we're like, even I was like, wow, she is like, I mean, I could understand if this is the core basis of her character. If she is this like uptight, then fine, that's who she is. But if she, if she's trying to be a different person, don't rag on her for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's not exactly being like a supportive friend. She just sees someone she used to hang out with and like now being like a, to her eyes, like a stuffed shirt. Even, uh, you know what, I'll have to give it to Tommy because even when um, he did get a little handsy with uh, Cindy she and she said no, he stopped. Yeah. He didn't keep pushing. Like, I mean, like this is playing against type because in the 70s, like, I mean, in, in slash movies of so the 70s and 80s, the guys are pretty forward. They're like, come on. And then they eventually convinced the girl to, to go along with it. But this one, he, she goes, no, we're not doing that. And he goes, oh, okay, fine. I have to accept yeah. this. Like, it's yeah. going to happen eventually, but it's not happening now. Yeah, Tommy was, he seemed to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solid. Uh, yep, from, from, what, from what we saw. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, things change as they, they, they seek out well, supposedly the witch's house, and mm-hmm. uh, we learn why uh, Nurse Lane there attacked Tommy, mm-hmm. and his name is now part of all the other serial killers' names carved into stone in this temple, in this yeah. uh, uh, in, in the cabin. And Tommy slowly. Saddest yep. thing watching, like I, it broke my heart because I was like, he's such a nice guy. Yeah. Why him? Yeah, I see the sacrificial lamb in this story. Like, why him? Why couldn't it be the guy that smokes weed and does drugs and totally playing into type, being the bad guy? <laughs> or we would the, consider a bad guy. Or being one of the <laughs> jerks from uh, 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 Sunnydale. Sunnyvale. There. Sunnyvale. Yeah. Sunnyvale. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I put it into your head. And now you I can't know. hear it. I, I can't <laughs> hear it. Yeah, uh, but no, that's because there is a reason, and that's yeah. We we find out later why it's it's shady veil that gets uh, picked on all the time. Shady, shady side. side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't get any towns straight now. <laughs> There's too many towns now. Too many towns. So uh, Tom- yeah. yeah, Tommy now has an axe. Tommy has an axe. And <laughs> yeah, uh, the first to go is, um, was it Kurt? Was that his name? No, it was, no. Uh, it was, uh, sorry, give me a second. Gary. Gary? Gary's the first one to go. I thought Gary's boyfriend. I thought Gary died in the outhouse. No. Gary was the boyfriend okay. of Alice. That's the one that's like uh, 
he, you know, where he's re- they read the the pill and they're like, "What is this?" And they just take it anyways. And he goes, "Oh, I realize." Like just before he gets whacked, he goes, "Now I remember what it is. It's ibuprofen." Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, he gets he gets asked a question and is not could not answer it and that. Uh, so mm-hmm. we we get a now we got a killer loose in Camp Nightwing. Mm-hmm. The girls girls escape into this maze and mm-hmm. uh, are are free from him for a bit. Oh, sorry, so, I yeah. apologize. His name is Arnie, not Gary. It's Arnie. Oh, okay. Yeah, Arnie and Alice. Um, Arnie, yeah, okay. Arnie gets Arnie gets whacked, which I was kind of sad about too. I was like, oh, he's going to be the first one because he's close proximity. Yeah, he's right <laughs> beside Tommy when he changes. Uh, in, mm-hmm. in a very gruesome axe chop. Yeah. And Tommy has completely uh, been possessed now. And mm-hmm. uh, at, when he cannot get to the girls because of a, a fortuitous Claps. cave collapse, uh, he then goes uh, to Camp Nightwing. Yep, he makes his way. Yep. And low, anyone who gets in his way. Um, we get a lot of kills, including yeah. this uh, poor overweight kid who uh, was put in charge the of... The glasses! Yeah. With the glasses. I'm sorry, but why do you have to kill the poor fat kid with the glasses on? He was so nice. He even offered, the like, because they were, like, just for context, they were playing Capture the Flag. Yeah. Uh, Sunnyvale, or is it, what, Color War? Which Color I thought War. was a very poor choice of a name. Um, but yeah, shady side versus basically let's capture the flag or manhunt. Yeah, where the kids of Sunnyvale are versus the kids of shady side, and I just yeah, and just that broke my heart too. This this movie broke my heart in a lot of ways. <laughs> so one thing Friday Thirteenth never did in its entire original run was kill like anyone under the age of what 18 16 18. probably yeah maybe yeah maybe six, we'll, we'll say 16 yeah um fear street said screw that we're killing the kids we're, <laughs> we're gonna kill a lot of kids killing the, the, anything we could we come across uh <sighs> Yeah, that was this that was disturbing. And then the 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 kids hiding out in the 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 cabin. Yeah. Um like young kids, like probably 12 years old or something. Mm-hmm. Uh they they fall victim to Tommy's axe as well, although that that is done off-screen. Mhm. Um so he's going on a rampage and in the mean uh in the meanwhile um uh, uh, Cindy and uh, Alice are well, trying to find their way back. Trying to find a way back. We're getting more background on them and a bit more character development as well. Mm-hmm. And um, they come upon uh, this um, the heart, the rock. basically. Yeah, yeah. This this womb almost. It's pulsating something that. Uh, yeah is completely alien it 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 was it looked like something not even from this earth and for me like whenever you see something like that you're like don't touch that just don't do it and what does alice go and do she goes and touches it 
Yeah, so Alice touches it and gets the visions now. Yeah, she sees she sees a bunch of dead people. Um, yep. She, she sees she looks at uh, Cindy and sees Cindy all hacked up, mm-hmm. and, which is terrifying, mind you. And and she she takes off running and ends up injuring herself. Oh, yeah. Pretty badly. Yeah. Yeah. We see bone. <sighs> Um, yeah. <laughs> um, although although Cindy does is, is a counselor and she knows first aid. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> gross. Still gross. Um, in the meanwhile, we have up above. Um, we have uh, Ziggy has teamed up with a young Will Good. No, not Will Good. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, Nick Good. Nick Good. Yeah. Uh, and they are doing their best to uh, avoid being slaughtered as well. But also, they pulled a nice little prank, payback prank on uh, Sheila. I believe it was oh, Sheila. Yeah, they carried her. Yeah. <laughs> there's they, a, there's uh, lots of Stephen King shoutouts here. Yeah, lots of uh, yeah, they lots of Stephen King shoutouts because they do heavily reference Stephen King because both characters. Nick and uh, Ziggy, both are fans of Stephen King. Yep. And I think they talk about uh, Salem's Lot, which was released that year in 1978. Yeah, that sounds about right. And they talk about Carrie, because Carrie was also released, I think, a few years before that. Um, Yeah, it... And you're you're instantly like, oh, he's he's again, he's trying to be relatable. Right. You know, he's trying to relate to Ziggy. Ziggy's not really giving him much of a chance and he likes her. Yeah, <laughs> but she's not yep. like because he's from uh, Sunnyvale. She's not going to give him much of a uh, a glance. And at this uh, point, we still like there's no real reason to not like Nick good. good. He he had that one shady moment with um, Martin. Martin and the movie prior, but bef- before that, he looked like he was trying to hunt down the killer, and he was trying to protect the kids, and, and mm-hmm. so, at this point, you, you think he's a good guy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You're like, oh, he's just trying, you know what, he's just trying to be relatable, and maybe yeah. he is relatable, maybe he is a good guy, like, let's not write him off just yet. Like, yeah, his brother's a dick. A serious yeah. dick. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh yeah like there shouldn't be anything that we don't like about nick good but i always say watch out for the ones that they go he's a really nice guy usually (laughs) you want you know like he he he, like if they present like a nice guy there's like it's a veneer like don't always believe like you know just because they put it present as nice does not mean they're always nice so it's it's funny how the movie uh, plays with tropes uh, and yeah. will reverse it, but will also give you a bunch of tropes to say, no, mm-hmm. you know, we're still this type of we're movie. We're still playing in this, yeah. We're playing yeah, we're, into this. Yeah, exactly. So you're never quite sure exactly which way they're going to go with, you know, this character. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the, the rich girls might have turned into... Uh, a hero type character. I mean, you, you we you don't you don't know um, mm-hmm, exactly, so, which which I enjoyed uh, with 
with this film. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And uh, like, again, I, I like how they took tropes and then they smashed through them. And I was like, okay, this is the kind of movie it's supposed to be. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we like, you know, we connect with Ziggy, you know, she's the outsider. Mm-hmm. She's the weird outsider who likes to, she doesn't, pretend to be anyone else but herself her sister is trying to be somebody else yeah you see that relationship between the two of them how cindy is trying to protect ziggy but also is trying to guide her like going don't go this way you're gonna make your life harder for yourself you know and that's you know, and Ziggy's like, well, I would rather be myself than pretend to be someone I'm not. Yeah. Basically, but I, I loved the sister relationship in this one. Like, it was me, so, me too. It was so, like, like, you know, not all siblings fight. It's true, which I'm really shocked when someone says they don't fight with their siblings. I'm like, really? Because me and my <laughs> sister can... I, I, I immediately related to this as a sister. Because, you know, I would, me being the bigger sister, like Emily, Emily's my younger sister. So, like, I'm very, like, I, I'm always, like, wanting to protect her. And she tries to mom me. And it's just, <laughs> it, it, that's how most of our fights happen. Like, she, she, she definitely tried to flip it on me. And she, and she tries to mom me more than I try to mom her. <laughs> right. But, um. Yeah, she, you know, like siblings fight and, you know, sisters do fight and, you know, it, over many different reasons. But at the end, they're with each other and Cindy really does throw herself on the line for Ziggy. Yeah, Cindy could have been written uh, to be the the mean, uptight. Uh, sister, older sister or yeah. older sister yeah but um you already have start to feel for her because well she just you know her, her boyfriend just became a uh serial killer mm-hmm. and so and, and you, you see the pain that she's going through yeah and, like, um, it's just everything that she knew about herself and the way that she wanted things to go have been completely shattered yep yep agreed yeah. and that that but you know like i just like how she's like nope i'm gonna fight through this i'm gonna i'm gonna protect my sister i'm gonna do everything in my power um to make sure she she makes it you know and she was definitely final girl material yeah resourceful like good girl like very playing into um a jamie lee care like jamie lee curtis type you know um so she, she, you know, she's just, she's so well, she's so like, I, I liked it. She was really like, they really fleshed out the characters. They didn't just give us one note characters. They really fleshed them out and gave them levels and layers. Yeah. Especially, especially our leads. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and there, there, there's a moment where the, all the groups kind of, uh, come together at the, the cabin, mm-hmm. um, where, where you know Cindy is breaking up through the the floor because mm-hmm. they're underneath uh, in the underground tunnels, mm-hmm. and uh, Sadie and um, Ziggy uh, Nick, and uh, 
Nick, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. Ziggy, Ziggy and Nick are uh, uh, avoiding um, Tommy. The, uh, Tommy the killer, uh, who now is sporting a burlap sack over his head. So, which I was like, oh, for serious? We're going there? Okay. <laughs> but we have to. Very, very much up. echoing Jason and uh, Friday 13 Part 2. Yes, the real Jason, not Jason's mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they yeah. could have just said Mary. They could like they could have easily have set Mary Lane up. They, I think they tried to a little bit. And Mary Lane ended up being the creepy old man. That's like you're all doomed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of. Uh, that's that's theatrical, though. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, but and then so then we have what we think are going to be our 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 hero group. Uh, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Tommy comes through and uh, puts an end to that notion as uh, yep. poor a- Alice, who was like take being a kind of take charge type of character now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's had these flashes and and she's knowing about like she's she's now the lore character. She has you know all, yeah. all this information. She's the automatic download, basically. Yeah, yeah, and then boom. She dies. Yeah, yeah they um, and, and you weren't like again, like these are all characters that you would think would make it to the end and they don't. And you're like, oh, come on, like you know, can't we just save at least one of the good Scoobies <laughs> in the story? No? Okay. No, no, Fine. I uh, I was I was upset when Alice died. I really I really enjoyed her character. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, you know what? It's funny enough. Ryan Simpkins is related to Ty Simpkins from The Insidious. Is that um, right? Yeah, from the Insidious movies. So um, she's yeah she's fan like she was like all the young actors in this movie were really standout. Like I thoroughly like enjoyed and connected with them mm-hmm. you know uh, but yeah like at the end like they 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 go you know you have to return the hand to the body yeah and that'll end the curse it's not just oh you have to die there's another layer the hand has to be returned to the body yeah we we, we get this um and this kind of echoed from the first movie where it's like oh we, we, mm-hmm. we just got to give her bones a proper burial Mm-hmm. And they they do so, but they're missing the hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this one, um, they they know where she was buried, and they have to get the hand to where she was hung and buried. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> so we well, get a lot. We, we, think we she's been buried. Where we think, yeah, where she should have been buried, yeah, Yeah. and and we get a lot of uh, this was a a very lore heavy um, film as well, but it was always Mm -hmm. told while on the move, and while other developments was going on, which which uh, I I appreciated. Yeah, because we know as much as the characters do, and we learn as the characters are learning, and I think that's the way to do it, like so that you're not. Like, take those plot twists. Don't M. Shyamalan, M. Night Shyamalan it, but, you know, Shyamalan it. But, like, learn as much as we learn as the characters go along, you know? And then we have that automatic download character that gives us everything we need to know in a very short period of time. But they're moving. It's moving yep. along with the story. 
Yeah. And we think, yeah, okay, this is this is how it's supposed to go. Yeah. <laughs> but she's killed and dun, dun, dun. Um, Yeah. But the 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 hand is uh now who grabbed it? Who I I it's slipping my mind who who grabbed the hand and now got the visions. It uh, was Ziggy. It was Ziggy, yeah. That's right, it was yeah. Ziggy. Uh, so now the focus is on her. Um, Nick Good is kind of put out of the fight. Um, mm-hmm. He was injured, but not not terribly yeah, injured. Not terribly injured, but enough to uh, you know, keep be, be keep him out and be ignored. Mm-hmm. Um, as as Tommy is now going after uh, Ziggy, and we have a harrowing. Uh, finale first with mm-hmm. more, more again, more killers uh, being summoned mm-hmm. uh, and, and and coming after them. And you get yep, these the two young killer, the housewife yep. slasher, the what is it, the, the deformed uh, child, yeah. um, yeah, the slasher Ruby Lane show makes it her technically her first appearance in the story. Right. But, yeah. Like everyone come. Yeah, as we know her. Um, uh, but yeah, everyone makes a all these all these uh, killers come up through that womb thing. Yeah. In the cavern, yeah, which I was birth. like, oh, so gross. <laughs> <laughs> that was gross. And the, um, the, but, the killers can't be killed too. It's like they they will reform. Yeah. They will reform from being incinerated. Yeah. You know, as we saw in the first film. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so the, these these poor girls rush into where they think uh, Sarah Fear's uh, body is uh, buried to put the hand there as well. Mm-hmm. And um, happened to dig in the exact right spot that needed to. I thought that was kind of odd. But <laughs> How do they know? <laughs> uh, I guess you could say the hand drew the, uh, to it. Um but only to be only to be stymied by yeah a by the discovery holder. yeah the discovery that the body's not there yeah body's not there and the killers are right around them and yeah. wow they are the the two girls are just knifed and axed um, yeah i i felt so bad for cindy in that moment cuz i yeah. mean she did everything she could like she was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw myself on the sword for Ziggy, and, uh-huh. and Ziggy's like, no, don't do that. And then she has to watch her sister being oh. eviscerated. Yeah, just chopped up and continuously in the chest, and just oh my god, that was brutal, that was brutal. And then yeah, and then it, then they move on to her. They 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 basically they her to a point to an inch from her life being over yep and yeah she she dies uh the killers uh vanish yeah and um you you start to hear more narration from c berman mm-hmm. uh and nick uh nick good uh saves her life saves ziggy's life i'm so rescued oh, sorry yep. say yeah say, save ziggy's life and mm-hmm. that's when you learn that Ziggy is short for Christine. 
Yeah, which I'm like, I would not have figured Ziggy would come from Christine, but okay. Ziggy, see, my sister's name is Sigrid, and we called her oh, Ziggy. Okay. <laughs> so I like, like Sigrid, though. That's a yeah. tell your sister I like her name. <laughs> um, <a> good name. <laughs> so yeah, I I haven't heard that Ziggy is a short form for Christine. It might be, but I I, I haven't heard that. But whatever. And uh, don't. People are like, oh, did you name Ziggy after the, watching that movie? No, I did not. I named him after Ziggy Marley. You know, <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Eating. The naming process was so, like, so arduous with Edward because he was like, I'm not just going to pick any name. It's got to mean something. It's got to mean something. And I was like, Marley? And then he was like, ooh. And I'm like, how about Ziggy Marley? And he's like, done. And that was it. <laughs> Because I, I came up with like Thackeray Banks and Jasper and James Bond and <laughs> Banjo. I like Banjo. Banjo is a good name too, but uh, Ziggy is who he is. He is a Ziggy. We are, we are talking about Mallory's uh, new kid. Pat. By the way. My yeah. baby. My baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we find out. Uh, uh, C. Berman is actually Ziggy Berman, who is yeah. the survivor of Camp Nightwing. Actually, there are more than a few. There were other survivors. They got out on the buses. Um, yeah. Thanks to our hero, Will Good. <laughs> uh, Nick Good. Or, yeah, Nick Good sent Will, young Will Good, this future mayor of Sunnyvale. Uh, yeah. After, after he, uh, you know, after he hooked up with Joan. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Joan. Oh, poor Joan. She just a character that deserved better. She was such a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's you know, it's not her Peace fault. She was Barney. <laughs> yeah. um, and then he was like, No one no, no one needs to know about this. Okay, shut up. Go yeah, away. <laughs> really? Really? Gross. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> so we flash back to the, the present and um mm-hmm. Yeah, so now we got the ex explanation and we have a proper yeah we got the connection um and she's uh reluctantly gonna help them yeah and that leads us into the third film and we'll get to part three along with our final thoughts on the trilogy next episode For Mal, I'm Dave. Thanks for listening.